and welcome to SaaS Marketing Insights, the show where we ask SaaS founders, CEOs, marketers, and investors about the lessons they've learned in their quest to grow their companies. My name is Paul Stevenson, and I'm founder and CEO of SaaS marketing agency, 47 Insights. On today's show, I have an interview with Kumi Velapai, co-founder at SaaStock. Hope you enjoy it. Well, hi, I'm with uh, Kumi from uh, Kumi Velapai from uh, SaaStock, and we're here at SaaStA in San Francisco. Uh, what do you think of the show so far, Kumi? Yeah, it's been great. Um, this is my second year here. Uh, really enjoying it. It's always great when you get a bunch of SaaS founders and execs in the room. So many great learnings, uh, so many great conversations. It's been a lot of fun. So you're one of the co-founders of SaaStock. Who's, who's the, your other founder? Yes. Uh, name check him. Yes, yeah, so, so Alex. Uh, Alex sort of started this all on his own. Oh, right. Um, and so, um, so the story goes uh, that he was uh, looking at various entrepreneurial uh, endeavors and uh, he's told me some of his other ideas and they weren't all that solid. Um, <laughs> and in, in some ways, it was somewhat accidental. So uh, he just started by uh, doing a podcast. Um, and started interviewing a bunch of folks um, within sort of the European SaaS ecosystem. Yeah. Um, and then at that point, people were like, hey, maybe you should do this in-person thing. And so he organized a couple of meetups. And um, I actually spoke at, at, the, at the second meetup uh, he organized in London. Um, and he, at that point, he told me, hey, uh, so I'm thinking of doing this conference in Dublin. Uh, bring together uh, 700 SaaS founders, execs, and investors. And, you know, b- being uh, being the nice guy I am, I was like, yeah, you should 100% do it. <laughs> Sounds great. But I walked away just feeling it was a pretty crazy idea uh, and thinking that it would be almost impossible to do. And so... Uh, uh, later so that, that was a challenge. You yeah. really wanted to do it then? <laughs> <laughs> and so later that year when... Uh, 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 I, I was actually an attendee in, in year one, um, and I arrived in Dublin to see 700 people uh, there, uh, great content on the stage, um, and for the first time I'd met uh, my peers um, and uh, and had the sort of conversations which I'd really been uh, sort of lusting for in many respects, whereby I just didn't have that support system of other folks who were going through the same pains and challenges I was um, and uh, you know a few months after that uh, Alex uh, sort of reached out to me and said hey you know doing this on my own has been really challenging I bet and uh, his background sales it'd be really great to sort of add uh, add someone who can do marketing uh, hopefully better than uh, than I, I can and so that's sort of when I came on board um, and uh, that was um, about a year ago now, uh, and then uh, we completed our second conference in September of last year, and uh, I managed to double uh, the size of the event. Wow! Uh, and also extended the format from sort of a one-day event uh, to a three-day format, and, uh, and now it's sort of building for year three. Wow! So uh, begs the question. Uh, what were you doing before you did SaaS stock? You yeah. were you were a SaaS marketer, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Yeah, uh, and so, um, so, so how how that came about was 
entirely random. Um, <laughs> the so, best things in life always yeah. are. <laughs> uh, so I've been working with uh, with a local uh, VC firm. They sort of operated a studio model, um, and we're uh, throwing a lot of stuff at the wall uh, and testing, iterating a bunch of ideas. Some of it's stuck. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, and unfortunately for me, the ideas I was throwing at the wall didn't quite stick, and I was. Uh, looking for something new to do but I wasn't sure what that was mm. uh, and it was taking some time out and uh, there was a service which I'd sort of registered for um, it was called Hire My Friend uh, I put a very small buy to it but I got a connection request through a SaaS founder in London uh, I didn't really know very much about SaaS so just ahead of meeting meeting him I remember uh, reading David Scott's blog yeah. uh, uh, reading a bunch of the terminology and thinking, okay... Knowing the lingo is half the battle. Yeah. Especially in SaaS. <laughs> this seems kind of interesting. <laughs> um, and we met up at a coffee shop and uh, uh, sort of offered me a role uh, to, to join the business as a fast uh, uh, marketing hire. So which business is this? Uh, so yeah, the company's called Kayako. It's a, a customer service platform. A bootstrap company, started in India, and they were just setting up offices in, uh, in India. Um, and uh, they managed to, uh, to grow the business organically through word of mouth uh, and, and no real uh, sort of considered marketing effort. So like zero cost of customer acquisition? Yeah, well it's, <laughs> it's never always entirely free. But, no, no. Um, but yeah, uh, through no concerted effort other than uh, through building sort of a mini brand within, uh, within the segment they served. Hmm. Um, and so... Uh, so that's sort of how I began to get to grips with SaaS. Um, and I started through my background in direct response marketing using that's a good SEO start. and Ad- AdWords. Uh, but then as we started to launch the new product, I learned a huge amount through uh, ad branding and repositioning um, and, and starting to look at new customer segments uh, uh, for our software. Fantastic. So... Uh, that's, that's, that's quite a, a journey. On that journey, there must have been... So, so you hinted that there were some things that, you know, you tried in terms of marketing that, that, that didn't work and some things that probably worked beyond your expectations. Uh, any insights into, you know, what bombed for you or what went yeah. particularly well? Uh, so, so I think actually the biggest lever we pulled um, was actually around uh, pricing and, and packaging. Yeah. Uh, so historically, as a business, uh, it was a download perpetual uh, product. Uh, so old school, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's the way software used to be sold, right? Yeah. And so someone would buy a license, pay a one-off fee, and then we would say goodbye um, and uh, wish them all the best with our software. And as we were sort of making that transition to uh, to a, a cloud subscription uh, company, um, how we uh, positioned ourselves, how we messaged the uh, message of value we delivered, but also how we priced the product uh, changed significantly. Uh, and it was those tweaks around pricing which really moved the revenue lever uh, the most. And so often in the world of marketing, we look at some of those quick hacks to, to generate more leads or to generate more pipeline. Um, and you know, we tried many of those things, and, and some. Uh, it completely flopped and certain things worked 
but the, the consistently the lever we were able to pull the most was pricing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's often the case for a lot of uh, SaaS companies where we don't truly understand the value we are uh, building and delivering to customers. Um, leaving and, money on the table. Yeah, leaving money on the table. And, and uh, like the understanding that better and being able to uh, to maximize your value mm. uh, uh, really sort of... Uh, 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 significantly impacts uh, on, on the business. That's great. I think that's a really good insight because as marketers, we tend to start thinking about SEO or uh, you know paid or, or some other channel. But you know, if the fundamentals aren't right, you, you know, you're, you're, you're missing out. Okay. So I think it's pretty smart to, to, to look at that side of it. Uh, you know, and obviously, you know, it went really well. So. Going back to Sastock, this is going to be year three in se- yeah, September, right, yeah. and you've also got news about taking it on the road. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so, so year three, we're looking sort of at still in Dublin. Uh, yeah, continue the uh, the global event in Dublin. Uh, we're sort of looking to double the size again. To so, how many attendees, attendees would that be? Uh, that'll be three thousand attendees. Three thousand. And um, that's a lot. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, it's it's a big goal, but I think it's uh, it's it's something which, as a team, we're very excited about uh, being able to do, um, and and sort of uh, fronting up to that challenge. Uh, but as you sort of mentioned with the uh, taking it on the road, um, it was something we actually did last year, um, and in many respects, what we started with with year one uh, with Sastock. It was just a really great way to bring together people across Europe. Mm. And then last year when we ran these uh, local events, it was just a really great way to connect the local ecosystem. It constantly surprises me how many folks who live in the same cities, working on SaaS, going They don't know what's going on around them. (laughs) I had no idea that there was someone else who was facing the same problems uh, or uh, going through that same journey. Uh, and so, so those local road, uh, those local meetups proved very popular, and proved a really great way to uh, bring people together. And so this year we're sort of extending the format. And so it's a European tour. And, and so yeah, so we're extending the format not just in terms of taking it from uh, what was effectively an evening meetup yeah. uh, to sort of a full one-day event, uh, uh, crammed with sort of practical. Uh, content uh, for founders and executives to take away and apply to their businesses, uh, but also um, expanding, geog- uh, expanding the geography. So, um, you know, at, at Sastock last year, we saw uh, m- m- many folks travel far and wide uh, to attend Sastock, mm. and we kind of feel that the same, um, the same way we rode when we started Sastock in terms of bringing the European community. Uh, together, um, very much applies to many markets outside of the US, uh, mm. where you know SaaS you can start from anywhere, mm. um, and it's a uh, a very exciting um, opportunity to sort of bring it to different uh, areas across the world. And so uh, we've announced twelve cities, uh, including Sydney. Um, wow. Uh, Helsinki is one which is proving very popular, uh, Cape Town, New York, and so expanding into uh, markets outside the US. That's fantastic. I mean, uh, to, to take something that you you know you started in Dublin and now you're you're expanding and building a, a global brand. 
Sasta needs to look out. Yeah, so you know, we are uh, we're really excited by by what we're doing, and, and we also love what Sasta does, and that's why I'm here. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's we sort of have our own take on how we like to do things, um, and we hope that sort of flavour resonates with uh, with the uh, the new uh, communities we start working with. Cool. So, uh, final question: I wanted to ask you about the differences you see in the you know, European SaaS yeah. community market versus over here, San Francisco, West Coast, the Valley, all of that. Um, the thing that I keep hearing is like, capital. Yeah. <laughs> Access to capital is very different. Uh, is there anything else that you, you see because uh, you know, you're coming from a completely different uh, perspective? No, completely. So, um, so, you know, Europe's still very early. Uh, um, uh, the ecosystem has accelerated massively over the last couple of years and you know, there's a lot of very cool companies I'm uh, very excited about and we're sort of really going through that first wave mm. um, and I think what's uh, sort of unique is um, how uh, the, the broad spectrum of verticals which yeah. are these SaaS applications are uh, building solutions to solve uh, real meaningful uh, business problems uh, and I think the second is um, uh, so as you sort of touched upon um, like capital is uh, is a constraint mm. uh, but also uh, and, and with that comes sort of, uh, the market and so mm. the market is significantly larger over here in, in North America yeah. and, you know a really hot topic for a lot of European founders is you know, when is the right time to make that move uh, to yeah. the US? And um, you know, how do how do we get those fast boots on the ground? Uh, who should we be hiring? In what roles? How do we manage the culture of the business? Um, and so, so I think that trend continues to be the case. Uh, so you see that as a, a topic that people are always interested in at, at Sastock or just out in the halls talking about. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's very much a very popular topic, uh, both on stage but also yeah. a, a conversation amongst founders. Um, but I, but I, I I do feel that uh, more and more companies are starting to feel that uh, they can still build as uh, big companies from remaining in Europe, but then sort of having a, a second office versus having to uh, move, to move the whole to the US, yeah. yeah lock stock and two shooting barrels. Yeah. <laughs> Kumi, that's fantastic. Thank you very much for your awesome. insights. Thank you much. Good luck with uh, SAS stock this year. I hope to make it across. I'd yeah. love to. It's a great excuse to no, we'd go love to, to Dublin. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. Awesome, thank you much. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Kumi. For more info on SAS stock, please visit www.sasstock.com. Next week, I'll be talking with Barry Larson, CEO at Trusty Ox Systems. For more info about this show and to get our links to iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher and YouTube, please visit www.47insights.com slash podcast. And if you have any SaaS marketing insights that you'd like to share on the show, get in touch via that page. Until next time. Music.